science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I'm the husband. How are you, husband? I'm okay. How have you been? It's been so long. It's been so long it's been since so we saw long. each other. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so last session, do you remember anything that we've done? It's been so long. Uh, I remember Christmas. I remember the Christmas special. Um, Father Christmas does exist because magic. Yeah. Um, other than that, no, not really. Okay, so we're moving into doing electrolysis. Do you remember doing electrolysis? Yes. Tell me about electrolysis. Electrolysis is uh, like getting the thing with more than one thing in it. And getting one of them things out of it using electricity. Electrolysis, splitting things with electricity. I'm sure that's what you meant. Yeah. And we've got two electrodes. What are the electrodes called? Oh, I know these ones. The anode and the cathode. And what is attracted to the anode and the cathode? Oh, hang on. The the anion is attracted to the anode. Yes. And the cation, which is the positive. So the... Yeah, the cation with the positive is attracted to the cathode. Good. And do you remember when the positive ions, so when the positive ions, let's say copper two plus ions, they go to the cathode. What happens at the cathode? The the, the copper is like distributed at the cathode. It, it sticks to the cathode because it's gaining back its electrons. Remember, it's two plus charge, so, uh-huh. it's, so it's lost electrons. So it's trying to get them back uh-huh. from the cathode because the cathode is negative. Yeah. So what's it called when ions get... When you gain electrons, yes. it's called reduction. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. They get reduced. Fantastic. Don't get excited. I don't know that because I hate it so much. Okay. Um, what do we call the liquid that that it, it takes part in electrolysis? Uh, the... What does it begin with? E. Oh, <laughs> the electrolytes. Yes, very good. Now, the electrolytes that we have been dealing with so far have been molten. What does molten mean? Runny. Yes. So they have been ionic <laughs> compounds. We've done bauxite, aluminium oxide with cryolite to lower. Do you remember where they lowered the melting point? Of course. And we have been dealing with liquid melted ionic compounds. And that's been our electrolyte. Today, we're going to talk about aqueous electrolyte okay watery watery Watery. yes so the electrolytes that we've been doing have oh sorry yeah no you did just explain that yeah the electrolytes we've been doing have been like zinc chloride so the zinc goes to the negative one because it's Mm -hmm. a a metal ion and then like what did i say zinc chloride the chlorine will go to the positive ion and it will discharge and release chlorine so today we're gonna throw into the mix that it that we can do this with water. So if you think about salt, what's the formula of salt? Uh, Salt is sulfur. No, it's something nitrate, isn't it? Salt. Mm, Hang on, I know this. I know what salt is. I can't remember. Sodium chloride. Sodium chloride. There we go. So Uh, salt. What did I say? Nitrate. I was sulfur nitrate. That's something different. That's that's nothing. Um, so sodium chloride. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's think about sodium chloride. Sodium chloride is normal salt. Now, if I want to do electrolysis to get the sodium and the chlorine out, I've got to melt it. And the melting... You have to melt the salt. Yeah. Right. So the melting point is ridiculously high. I was going to say. So it's going to cost an absolute fortune in energy to heat it up to break those bonds. 
Not worthwhile. Not worthwhile. Whereas you can separate the ions in salt, the, the ionic lattice, by putting water in it. Because water has a charge and it separates those ions. It gets in between those bonds and it separates them. So if I dissolve sodium chloride mm. in water, mm. I get four ions. I get Na+. Yeah. Cl- Right. H+. Okay. And OH-. Which you might remember off of acid and alkali fame. Do you remember that? Yeah, so H plus OH minus equals H2O. Yep. But because I've got this salt in there, it's all ionized. So you've just got floating around all these ions together. You're talking about salt water here. Salt water, otherwise known as brine. Brine. So what we are discussing today and the title of today's podcast is the electrolysis of brine. Wow. Or the electrolysis of aqueous solutions. Whatever you want. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Now, there are some rules for this one, which are kind of annoying. So let's think about sodium chloride solution. Okay. Now, we learned that always the positive one is the anode, the negative one is the cathode. And we have learned, because there's only ever been two two things that could go anywhere, we've always learned that the metals go to the cathode and the non-metals go to the anode. Right. Now, you will notice here I have one metal that is positive. Sodium. One non-metal that is positive. Right. Hydrogen ions. It's not sodium, it's a sodium ion. Be very clear about that. Okay. Chloride ion, minus, and OH minus ion, minus. Okay. Nightmare. Okay. What goes to what? Well, I assume the pluses still go to the plus and the minuses still go to the minus. But there's only space for one atom, only like space one element to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't get like, you don't get sodium hydroplase on the cathode? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you don't. So there's a rule. Okay. Can, okay. I try, can I guess what the rule is? Yes. So, so only one thing can go. So I, I assume what's going to happen is so we've got our sodium plus ion and our hydrogen plus ion, our chlorine minus ion and our OH minus ion. And there's only room for one plus at the plus and one minus at the minus. So we're going to be left with the other plus and the other minus in a in a in a concentration in a concentration in the liquid. In the liquid. Yeah. So I mean I reckon the sodium and the chlorine are going to be the ones that get attached to the to the um anode and the cathode. You're 50% correct, because that would just leave water, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. No. Nope, all right. Slightly more complicated than that. Um, okay, so I'm going to guess the sodium gets attracted, because we're like, no! No. Oh, wow, we're blowing all the rules out of the water then. Yeah. All right, chemistry. Give chemistry. it to me. Chemistry. Okay, let's start with the cathode, because the rule... No, let's start with the anode, because the rule for the anode is much simpler. So the anode is the positive one, so the negative ion is going to go there. Does that make sense? The anode is the positive one. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Annie, positive. So the negative ions, the anions are going to be attracted to it. Cathode, Kathy the cow. Yep. Cations are positive. Yeah, they are attracted to it. You with me? Yeah. Okay. So No. The- cations are attracted to the cathode. Yes. Cations, cations are, are positive, positive so therefore the cathode, cathode is, is negative, negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 chemistry okay. so anode the positive one the negative ones go there yep now depending on what your substance is if it's got a halide there so a chloride a bromide an iodide don't look at me like that a fluoride you can't just throw out words like halide without so a halide is a halogen ion 
Okay. Okay, and the halogens are group seven yep. of the periodic table. So if a halide is present, mm-hmm. that's what's being discharged at the anode. Okay. Okay. So that's my rule. I'm going to jot that down here on this piece of paper that no one else can see except you, but we've then got the rules. Visualize, so, guys. Visualize. So I've got halide if present. Okay, so in this case, chloride ions are present. They're going to go to the anode and release chlorine gas. Okay. Okay, if no halide... Bubbles. There will be bubbles, yeah. It's gas. If no halide is present, it will always be oxygen. Okay. So let's say I've got aqueous copper sulfate. There's no halide there, so oxygen will be produced. Okay. Yeah, does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Cathode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where the negative ions go. No, where the positive ions go. Yeah, the go. metals go there. So the rule for this is absolutely ridiculous. Okay. So metal will always be produced unless attracted. It's more yeah. reactive than hydrogen. Gotcha. More reactive than hydrogen. Unless the metal is more reactive than hydrogen. Yes. Right. So So only metals less reactive than hydrogen. Will be released there. So for example, if we had copper sulfate. Yep. in a liquid copper is less reactive than hydrogen in the reactivity series do you remember the list mm-hmm. copper is less reactive than hydrogen so copper and oxygen will be produced okay. and left in the water we will have sulfate ions and some hydrogen which will probably oh, so you are left with water and stuff yes you probably be left with sulfuric acid is what will actually happen oh okay yeah um so that's your rules okay. the anode halide if it's present if not it's oxygen and a halide is a bromide iodide chloride or fluoride right what does the ide mean it's it's got oxygen no ide means it's an ion ion okay yeah cathode it's always the metal unless it's more reactive than hydrogen and i can't remember what's more reactive than hydrogen ever they'll give you a they'll give you a periodic table but sodium lithium potassium they are okay so they're never produced so in the case of brine Mm. and we do this because it's useful brine is the other word for seawater sure salt water so I've got Na plus, H plus, Cl minus, OH minus. What is going to be produced where? Um, so to the anode. Where to the anode. Where the, where the negative ions go. Chlorine, chlorine ions, that is a halide. So they're going to go to the anode yep. and produce chlorine gas. Yep, they're going to get rid of their spare electrons and they're going to make chlorine gas. Now, Good. And then, so the pluses that we have that are attracted to the cathode, we have sodium ions and hydrogen ions. Now, only metals less reactive than hydrogen are attracted to it. And sodium is not less reactive than hydrogen. It's more reactive than hydrogen. Yep. So the hydrogen is going to be attracted to the cathode. Good. And the hydrogen is positive, so it's going to gain electrons. So we're going to get H plus plus an electron makes... H, but they always hang it in two, so we're just going to double everything. 2H plus uh, plus two electrons makes H2 as a gas. Do you remember how to I test for hydrogen gas? I test. Squeaky pop. Yes. Do you know how we test for chlorine gas? We haven't done this yet. Sniff it really hard. No. Bleach is blue litmus paper. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So what am I left with in the water? You're left with sodium ions and oh ions oh minus oh minus ions. put it together and what have you got naoh good what's that sodium hydroxide oh which is a acid alkali very strong alkali so i get seawater to get some hydrogen gas some chlorine gas and 
some oven cleaner. So hang on, if you do electrolysis with salt water, you get sodium hydroxide. Yes. Jeez Louise, that's easy, isn't it? Yeah. That is that how they just do it in real life? Yeah. It's quite expensive because obviously the energy for the electricity, but yeah. Oh, amazing. Now, I'm just going to give you one more. Do you need a lot of electricity to do this? Or is it like the bigger the tub, the more electricity you need? Or will a big tub with a little bit of electricity just sort of fizz away in its own good time? Sorry, say that again. Do you need a lot of electricity for electrolysis? Is it always the same amount of electricity? Or is it like the bigger the tub, the more electricity? The higher the current and the potential difference. So the more you turn up the power supply, the quicker it happens. Okay. So it's just about how so, fast and how much. But if you had like a, a massive tub of salt water, but you only had a little bit of electricity, would it just kind of like tick away slowly? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, okay, so let me just double check. We've got everything that we need to finish this bit of content. So Hashtag content. Hashtag content. So aqueous solutions means that water is included. So we have to, we have to remember we've got hydroxide ions and hydrogen ions. Um, hydrogen is produced if the metal is more reactive than hydrogen. At the positive electrode, oxygen is produced unless the solution contains a halide ion, and then the halide ion is produced. A halide ion is a group seven. Yeah. Yeah. This happens because in the aqueous solution, water molecules break down, producing hydrogen ions and hydroxide ions. Students should be able to predict the products of electrolysis um, containing a single ionic compound. So let's just do a quick example using our rules. Okay. So I have aqueous Mm. zinc bromide. Zinc bromide and i'm gonna say that zinc is not as reactive as hydrogen because i can't remember zinc is not as reactive as hydrogen yeah zinc is less so what is going to be produced where so does that mean we have zinc is metal which makes mm-hmm. it a positive ion mm-hmm. bromine mm-hmm. is that positive then no negative it's negative sorry what did i say zinc is positive because mm-hmm. it's metal which mm-hmm. means that bromine is negative Mm-hmm. And then we have hydrogen, which is positive, and OH ion, which is negative. So um, the bromine is going to be attracted to the... The bromide ion, yeah. The bromide ion is going to be attracted to the anode. Yep. And then because zinc is less reactive than hydrogen, probably, it's going to be attracted to the cathode. Good. Okay. So we're going to... So zinc will be... Is deposited the right word? Yeah. Deposited at the cathode. Would that be like in a rust? It would just be like a silver colour, like attached. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like like it, it wouldn't yeah. bubble or anything. It wouldn't nope. be a gas. It would nope. be like a, like rust is. And then we would get bromine gas, would we? You'd have a... Go- bromine is liquid at room temperature. Okay, how does that work then? So you would have, just collecting around the electrode, uh. you would have bromine, which is a... Um, it's like an orange, yeah. orange liquid, and it is the only. It's one of only two liquids on the periodic table at room temperature. Okay, very cool. And how do, how would you get that out? Would you have to use like a like a thing? Yeah, there'd be a way to separate it. I don't sure. particularly know. Leaving us in the water. Water. Oh, just water. Yeah, because the zinc and the bromine go out. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, I've just written another one down for you. That is KNO3. So that is potassium nitrate. Yes. Okay. So potassium is a metal, which Mm -hmm. means it is a positive ion. 
nitrogen is a negative. Well, we're gonna we're gonna treat this nitrate all as one, and it's a minus one charge because mm. potassium is a plus one charge. Nitrate. That's the nitrogen and the oxygen. Mm -hmm. Nitrate is a negative. Um, is potassium more or less reactive more. than hydrogen? More reactive than hydrogen. Okay, so we're gonna have the nitrate ion mm -hmm. attracted to the anode, mm -hmm. which is gonna make bubbles, I guess. Night Sorry, I just said yes, no. No. No, remember when I said if there's no halide, halide. there's no halide, what's going to be produced? Oxygen. Oxygen. And I haven't actually explained how that works. So oxygen is produced because the OH minus ions basically discharge mm -hmm. to make oxygen and water. Sorry, I'm doing this sideways, so it makes absolutely no sense. So the equation that you need to learn for that is if oxygen is produced is 4OH minus reacts together to form so it loses all of those spare electrons those four spare electrons to make oxygen and two water molecules and then it's given up those four electrons that's what happens if it's oxygen okay being produced so nitrate will stay in the water the night so the, the nitrate is no3 mm-hmm so the, the 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 oxygen that's going to the anode isn't the oxygen from the nitrate no. it's the oxygen from the water yeah okay so the nitrate stays in the water and the potassium stays in the water. The potassium ion stays in the water mm -hmm. too, which means hydrogen. So we're going to get hydrogen bubbles at the cathode. Mm -hmm. We're going to get oxygen bubbles at the anode, mm -hmm. leaving us with potassium nitrate water. Yeah, I mean, it's a stupid one to do. <laughs> uh, if I had something like copper nitrate... The copper would be deposited, and I've had hydrogen and nitrate in the water, which is hydrogen nitrate is nitric acid, so I'd then make acid. Okay, but that was just an example to give you yeah, yeah, out yeah. of nowhere. Um, and that, my friend, my husband, is electrolysis done. Wicked. Well done. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye.